You're listening to AFL Nation for elders, for Australian agriculture and Repco authorised service. It is a rather perfect autumn night for footy at the MCG Richmond and Geelong. Our Friday night presenting partner is Penrite Oil and your local Repco authorised service and the TAC Please reply quickly to texting drivers TAC. One man who's not out there who would dearly love to be is the Tigers co-captain, Toby Nankervis. Toby, great to have you on AFL Nation. No, thanks for having me. It is a great night. I um, yeah, sitting up here and love to be out there. But um, yeah, hopefully the boys can get it done tonight. One of the most dreaded words in footy these days is syndesmosis. How are you going with your ankle injury? Yeah, it's, it's a funny one, isn't it? I've never heard, it, heard the word until I've done it. But um, yeah, I, I think hopefully next week. Um, push, so I'm pushed to play, but maybe the week after, definitely. So, getting close, and um, yeah, I can't wait to get back out there. What's the progression after it? Is it a period of total rest and inaction, and then progressively building? Where, where exactly are you in the flow of it? Yeah, so you have obviously surgery, and I was pretty slow there for a week. But um, after that, you get get moving pretty quickly out of the moon boot and walking around, and um, not too not too long into running and the change of direction and that stuff's the next step and big session tomorrow so hopefully I can tick a few boxes and um, yeah get going. You're in the shorts, Toby. Does that mean you're going to run home just to uh, do a little bit of uh, extra? <laughs> Mate, I've had a shock. I walked over here from Punt Road and I'm yeah. freezing, so I need to go do something <laughs> about that. Sitting in the stands tonight, but um, it'll be a tracksuit down yeah, below. Surely. Hopefully, someone has something for me. Yeah. Got a Geelong scarf, but I'm sure you don't want that. Um, you don't have any strapping on it, though, do you? So you're just running with it bare at the moment? Yeah, no, it's strong. So from what I understand, it's sort of stronger than before. So it's just uh, managing um, the pain now. So, yeah, hopefully I can yeah, get going next week. And, Toby, obviously now with, with being on the sidelines, what does it look like in terms of a captaincy role for you? What role do you play sort of off-field now? Yeah, I think during the week, just trying to support the players as, as much as I can. And, um, yeah, today as well, like, there's not a whole lot I can do, but just being down the rooms and having conversation with players, trying to make every, everyone feel as comfortable as they can. And, um, yeah, great great um, energy around the, the whole place. And, um, yeah, I'm sure the boys are putting in a great performance tonight. How's the, uh, the struggle been, though, this year? You've, you've, won, you've lost a lot more games than uh, you'd be used to down at the Tigers. Yeah, it has been... Yeah, really frustrating. I think um, it's just sort of haven't been consistent enough throughout the games. We've played some great patches of footy, which which I believe stacks up against anyone. But it's just the lapses in games, which we know the competition being so even, you can't afford to do. So we need to iron out a few issues, and um, we've gone to work the last um, three or four weeks as we've had to. So um, yeah, hopefully we start to see those improvements come to our game. And I still firmly believe the game, the premierships, any anyone's to be won. I think every single week. Um, yeah, sides are winning and losing. It's so even. So, um, yeah, it was a great season to be a part of. You've got two really inexperienced ruckmen uh, in the side at the present time. Uh, Ryan plays a bit forward. Uh, Miller certainly plays ruck and can go forward. Have you had much involvement with either of the two? Yeah, I, I think um, throughout, as a, as a ruck group, I think we've done a lot of work together throughout pre-seasons and our match reviews are uh, um, sort of done together. So it's great to see those guys come in and I think they've been um, been really good and I think especially Samson Ryan to come in and every week he seems to be taking steps forward. He's, yep. he's such a, a big, um, yeah, tall guy. It's, it's, he's hard to stop when he jumps at the footy and um, he's got great skills for his size as well, so I can't wait to see his confidence just keep growing. It was a good get by the Tigers, and, and maybe in time it's going to be a big loss to Brisbane. He was in the Brisbane Lions Academy, and uh, you plucked him with about pick 40 or thereabouts. Uh, and he, I, I, I'm with you. I saw him uh, out at Casey in the pre-season game, and he, he looked pretty good 
uh, at Casey and uh, and looked as if uh, he's got some talent. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I think he's he's really hungry to improve. He, he's one of those guys that he's first down on track, last to leave. He's he's hungry to improve. He's he's desperate for for feedback and where he can get better, yep. where people can help him. So he's got a great attitude, and um, I'm wrapped for the way he's going at the moment. And obviously tonight, um, off the back of a cracking game last week in, in Dion Prestia, game 200 um, for him, for the meatball that you guys call him. <laughs> so, I mean, a big achievement for him. Oh, that's a great achievement. And, and what he's done for us, I think probably externally he doesn't get the accolades that I think he deserves. But internally, he's one of the highest rated players and um, his ability to cover the ground and um, contest to contest, he's an um, absolute A-grade player in the competition, I think. And... Um, he's, he's, done a, he's done a lot, three premierships, he's won a best and fairest and um, consistently performs at a high level, and especially in the big games. So um, hopefully the boys can get it done for him. In some ways it was unfortunate that it was against, uh, it coincided against Geelong because uh, the articles in the paper uh, were, you know, glowing and uh, they were uh, in general in nature, and yet the focus was all on Tom Stewart. Yeah, I think, yeah, Jared. my opinion is firmly that Tom Stewart's a great player and um, the game is so fast-paced and physical that yep. accidents happen. So um, I hope the fans celebrate Dion tonight, and um, I think that, that's the most important thing. I think, um, obviously, it's, it's a football mistake, so it's a football action for mine. So um, it's a star player, Tom Stewart, and um, definitely moved on pretty quick from that. Any thoughts on the Jacob Van Royen incident, the change of the game moment when it comes to focus on the ball do you think or not um, oh, see, my, my opinion on that is that I think that's a football action as well like he's got a split second there trying to bring the ball to ground which is important that's what he'll be coached so I think um, I'm, I'm pretty glad he got away with that so you're glad the world's still on its axis that he got on <laughs> yeah I think so yeah I think um, as I said the game's so fast paced and that's my opinion other people have different opinions but um, yeah as the coach's demeanour been? He's been uh, he's been on edge publicly. Maybe that's a maybe that's a good thing in the scenario that you've been facing. Yeah, Dimmer's been unbelievable. I think he's um, he backs his players and he backs us in. I think publicly, which I love, and he'll go to he'll go into bat for us every day of the week. And internally, he's he's really positive because, as I said, we're doing a lot a lot of things really well. It's just um, need to tidy up a few things. So Dimmer's really leading the way with. Um, yeah, not getting too focused on the outcome. What can we do right now? What can I do today to make the um, best chance on the weekend? So he's uh, really leading the way with that. Do you have moments where it uh, blew him with the media again, where <laughs> it causes a bit of a chuckle behind the scenes? <laughs> yeah, I do. I have a bit of laugh about it. But um, you know, I love the way, honestly, you know, honestly, um, that he goes into bats for his, his team and his players. I think that's um, a great thing Dimmer does. How are the, the two new midfielders? And they're not new to footy, but they are new to the Tigers in Taranto and Hopper, who are the, the source of so much discussion. How have you seen them integrate in I what think, you're doing? Yeah, I think they've been unbelievable. I think um, uh, yeah, coming to a new system like those boys, it does take time, but I think those boys have really been leading the way for us. And Yeah, I, yeah so I'm, I'm sitting here with those boys thinking, I just want to get these boys... Um, Playing the way I know we, Richmond can play, so they can really experience that. And we've had, they've had a taste of it, but um, yeah, get a big back half of the season, hopefully, for the us and them. Toby, good to see you, uh, and hopefully we'll see you, if not next week, then the week after. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Good on you. Toby Nankervis, co-captain of the Tigers, did that ankle injury in round four, so the syndesmosis surgery that, we have, uh, that we've come to know, but hopefully back by 
round 11 there. Tomorrow's cars available today. A selected range of Hyundai Tucson's, including the powerful fuel-efficient diesel all-wheel drive models are in stock, ready to drive away. Tech driver Tucson to see why tomorrow wants its car back. The other flashpoint of the week, Jared, was Alistair Clarkson's fury towards his yep. old club Hawthorne and then Chris Fagan's more measured just frustration at being denied any sort of due yep. process in the... the in, endless investigation that seems to be making precious little ground. Yeah, it's uh, look, I felt for uh, and empathised with uh, both the coaches, and uh, we haven't heard from Jason Burt, so, but I assume he uh, would be thinking exactly the same thing. It's just gone on too long. It was, it was at the time, it was uh, legal people I know suggested it's, it would follow the path that it's followed, and it's going to end up uh, with, with no result. And if that means you end up in court, well then... Ultimately, it may get to a result. But as far as the AFL is concerned, uh, it's, it's, things are going to have to change a hell of a lot to get uh, those guys into a room for mediation. I mean, certainly the, the other parties, the agreed parties, uh, are going to have to change their tune based on what we've seen in the media. But, I mean, in some ways, I didn't blame Clarko and, uh, for being aggrieved with things being leaked by somebody who's running the, the process. Now, he may. I'd like to hear again from him, but uh, that's how I read it, that, you know, this is a very silent and very uh, uh, quiet and secretive affair. Everything has been in-house, and yet all of a sudden stuff is getting, uh, not leaked out, but certainly became publicised. Yeah, without... How'd you see it? Yeah. I, so it's dawned on me maybe the last three weeks, just there, there has been no just process no. associated with this, and it's been... I know nothing more than what's been in the public domain, but the the lack of progress made across seven months by that mm. group, the independent panel, is it's not acceptable. Uh, and the, the issues of justice is if you are going to answer to accusations, you're entitled to know what they what are. They are yeah. But it seems sort of stitched into this that, well, no, there's a level of secret. We're not prepared to provide you with enough information for you to be able to defend yourself. I, I can't... So justice might be blind, but you can't be blind walking into the judicial process of this. No, and that's why I think uh, you know most people have got a great sympathy for uh, those that have been named that have got uh, no defence, no uh, capacity to answer the challenge right now, and uh, we're seven months in, and their lives have been uh, their lives have been rocked in many ways. Yeah. So, and what sort of outcome is like you have to get a um, an outcome that represents some level of justice? Yeah. Uh, for those who were asked to tell their story and did, for those who have been accused publicly from day one and gone through the reputational damage. But then how on earth do you find a football outcome to marry up with that? Oh, I think the whole thing is it's almost impossible to get a reasonable outcome. I mean, this thing started with leaking, leaking, I should say. Mediation depends on... Uh, Everybody signing documents that there will be no leaking and yet uh, already we've seen uh, too many leaks. So, you know, are you trusting? Are you going to be trusting going into that mediation process? Yeah, you're going to be highly suspicious of whatever process that you're caught up in. And then what, what the AFL... I think the AFL's instincts at the start mm. were right to establish something independent, particularly with the that would hold faith with the Indigenous community. Yeah. But I think seven months down the track, they must look at it and go, no, we did the wrong thing there. It would have been much better to investigate through our own powers yep. with whatever levels of cooperation we could manage. But at least they would have been able to drive it mm. forward. 
what, what do you think of the original concept that Hawthorne put in place? I, 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 uh, I read the transcript of um, a 3OW interview last night with Jeff Kennett, and it, it's hard to believe it's, it wasn't flawed, and yet um, at the same time, I think they were honourable in what they were trying to achieve, just getting a feel for, have we got a problem? And they, in, in many ways, were let down because of the leaking to the ABC. Yeah, so I think it didn't have guardrails in place. That's the problem. And that yeah. was a, that, that has um, ricocheted on them badly. Yeah. Probably needed a lawyer involved. Yeah. And then the they go. didn't know what to do with it. Mm. I don't think we've heard the full story of when they first saw it yep. and what they did or didn't do in that moment. I don't think we've satisfactorily heard that and the timelines properly. But I don't think Hawthorne had any idea what to do with it when it landed with them initially. Yep. Uh, so our games in the round, uh, I'll just walk you through the, the Sunday teams because, Dwayne, you were telling me that uh, Toby Green's not going to be there for the Giants on Mother's Day, which is such a shame. It is, absolutely. It's a shame. And it's a ripper game. It's the final game of what's going to be a fantastic round. So, yeah, he's not in. And it is an interesting time of the year now. If you think you're playing finals, you don't risk guys at this time of year. So Patrick Dangerfield might take a, a longer time to come back in. But the Giants are almost playing to keep their season alive right now. So uh, they've weighed up the risk and reward and decided not to take the risk. Dwayne's already worded me up to uh, focus on the smothering so he can uh, give us back yep. the line of the year from uh, last weekend. Sorry, I've only been used on radio. Only been used. I haven't checked, but uh, yes, I think Smothers Day will get a run at some stage during the weekend. <laughs> but it'll be everyone will be ready for it now, so it won't have any weight at all. In Fleeton, out Ward, who was the sub, and Cumming, who is injured, and so no Toby Green. Out for the Pies is Billy Frampton. And the earlier game on Mother's Day is Adelaide and St Kilda, where Patrick Parnell is in for the Crows. Matt Crouch was the sub. Nick Murray is injured. Anthony Caminiti is able to resume after his suspension. Jack Bytel was the sub, and Jade Gresham is injured. That, that, that's a terrific game. It's a ripper game. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. I don't think uh, Caminiti has played in a loss just yet, uh, so he could be the magical... Man, I mean, everyone's talking about Max King, but it could be Caminiti that comes sliding in underneath him. And obviously Max King's still away with injury, so yep. not coming back into that side. But, I mean, the Saints have been in, in really good form of late. And, and, I mean, Adelaide coming off the back of a loss last week against the Cats. Who are you tipping, Ellie? Well, technically growing up, I'm a St Kilda supporter. Okay. So, so was I. So I'm going to stick with the Saints for this one, I reckon. But, I mean, it's tough over in Adelaide, but... I reckon they might get it done. Your era was better as a barracker for the Saints than Jared's, though, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, you had a pretty good era where you got so close. So close is probably the, the key word in there. It's still heartbreak um, for it. I went to all of the grand finals and sat there in silence on the draw. So I live in a, a household of Collingwood supporters, so it was actually Ooh, hell, to be honest. So. <laughs> and wash your mouth out, Dwayne. I was five when the Saints won their first premiership. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm but not I sure whose version of hell. <laughs> Finishing wooden spooners quite a bit when you were barking for them, Jared. I'm not sure whose version of hell's worse. And the other game tonight, so West Coast and Gold Coast, which uh, it will begin in the second half of this and we'll take you to the, the full second half, is there aren't many winnable games left for West Coast. I don't know whether tonight is winnable or not. Well, um, we're going to find out a bit about the Gold Coast because it shouldn't be winnable. I mean, their first half last week was quite competitive, so they're, they're going to have to be in for a challenge, the Suns. But, uh, gee, if they can't get the job done after pushing Melbourne to a kick, then... Uh, you know they're still a wobbly team, and uh, they, they need to they need to just bite down on this one and uh, you know kick a ten goal winning score. 
Yeah, I agree. And, and, and in the form of Noah Anderson as well. I mean, he's an... He's a gun up um, in the midfield and, yep. and you've got King up forward as well for the Sun. So you've got players like that with the likes that are, are hitting some really good form in their careers. Um, and, and I assume they should go over and, and have a strong win tonight. I, I was sampling the local stuff in Perth just to get a feel for where are they with West mm. Coast. And the back page of the West Australian on Wednesday, I reckon, was written from the Facebook and Twitter responses from fans you go all right so we can't get any um authoritative voices shall we say so let's pick out the eight most feral fans and write their thoughts on the back page so that's a pretty nasty environment and if they do go under to west uh, to gold coast just given how fans perceive gold coast regardless of how they're coming good i can only imagine how how that gets more infernal. We spoke to Peter Simich uh, during the week and uh, he came up with a very creative idea of uh, dropping the sub uh, and dropping um, a Darling. So he's only had a few possessions in, in recent times, uh, Darling. So he's there. There's, it's not far. It's not hard to find somebody who, you know, is, is fairly critical of the West Coast, but they're in the position they're in. I mean, it's a win-loss industry and they're... They've had three really average years now, and it's not going to be an easy rebuild. This is this is going to be a drawn-out rebuild. They've got a couple of positives coming through. One of them, the most obvious one, is Oscar Allen. Um, but they, they are difficult to see them rising rapidly. Our main fair Friday night footy is coming up next. It's Geelong and Richmond. We will take you through the preview, set you up for it. The two teams are unchanged. The preview with Jared Healy and Ali Blackburn is coming up next on our pregame show for Beaumont Tiles Trade, providing specialist advice for tilers.